and we are back um, with episodes 6 through 10. Um, and I wrote down even more notes for each one of these. Um, I'm sorry, this is getting away from me, but... So, episode 6 is um, the one where Troy gets back into football, basically. Um, and also, Britta figures out how women go to the bathroom. Um, and this is another... I'm like... I, again, I just, I can't remember why I skipped, like, the first half of this first season when I rewatched this in the most recent time, because it's so good. Um, like, I mean, I'm gonna say this again later in one of the other episodes when, um, the, the episode 10 when they throw Shirley and Pierce together for the first time. Excuse me. But, like, literally all this, this beginning is, is figuring out these characters and who they are to each other, and you know, like, who they are at Greendale now that they're there, and it's, like, the first, you know, the first season is just so good, because they're just all, they're all eggs, they're all baby eggs, and they're unformed, but they're, like, you start to see, like, glimpses of who they are, and it's really good, and, um, this one is, like, in particular, is just very good for Troy, um, because it's very much about, like, him and who he was in high school and how he's kind of not he's like sort of relapsing into that but also sort of not and it's it's got this sort of good vibe in that like he he gets really arrogant in this episode and he starts thinking he's like all that he's the cool hot hot star hot shot um football star again um and he doesn't the end of it doesn't result in him toning in him like stopping that really like he doesn't just like you know you know, you know, he doesn't get, like, brought to a senses of, like, you're being a dick, um, so it kind of, like, fits in a little bit with his characterization in the beginning of, like, you know, he's still an ass, and he's, he's still a little bit of an ass in episode 10, which is the next good one that's about him, um, but the, the whole point of it, um, is not, is not that, like, you know, he's, he's so emotionally mature now, the point of it is that, like, the reason that he ended up at Greendale is because of this whole thing where he, um, you know, broke his, uh, okay, at some point it's like he broke both shoulders and another point it's he broke a leg, so, you know, continuity error there, but um, he, he broke his body doing a keg flip, um, and it's revealed in this episode that he did that because um, he was feeling so much pressure about being a big football star that he couldn't handle it and thought it was better to hurt himself than to try and to be held up to those standards which like you know like he's he's the character that's like the goofy one in this show but like that's legitimately like 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 jesus like that boy needs some help (laughs) um and it also like it makes me think about how similar he is to annie in a lot of respects um, and this is this is also the episode where Annie like re feels restarts her crush on Troy that she had in high school or whatever. Um, Annie is like very like eye twitchy about like trying to control like what Troy is doing because that's how she sees relationships at this point is that like she um, should like do uh, figure out exactly what the other person should be doing and they should be doing what she wants them to be doing um, and. Yeah, so like there, there she like there's the thing the thing between them starts this episode, um, but no, but like this one in particular made me realize how similar they are as as people because um, 
like Annie's whole thing is the reason that she ended up at Greendale is because she overdosed on um, Adderall and um, she was uh, medicating herself because she thought that uh, she wasn't like she wasn't living up to the pressure um, and both of them are like these like gifted kids in different ways um, but like gifted kid burnouts um, who like got so fucked up because of all of this pressure and ended up at Greendale um, which is like you know weird because I never made that I've never made that connection before um, and Troy has this really good line when um, he decides to stay on the football team um, that Jeff um, to, to, to Jeff he says that like um, he ended up here because things weren't so great out there um, which is just such a good line because that's you know as you go through the show and you learn all of the shit that's gone through these characters lives beforehand that one episode that I'm so looking forward to that like ties all their backstories together that's the fucking best thing ever um, like that's all um um, you know, you know, it's all, all you see is that these characters are, like, here because the real world has sort of, like, failed them in some way, and, um, it's just, like, a better, a better time for them here, and this, this place has caught them, um, when they were falling down, and it's, it's just so good. This is also the episode where Britta kind of learns how to, how to, um, go to the bathroom with other women, which I think is a, a really, like, like it's such a specific thing and it's so good too she like is learning how to be vulnerable and does not know how to do it and obviously is not the most comfortable in it and also does not see necessarily the point in it but she's doing this thing because her friends this is how her friends see the world and how her friends experience things and how um best she can be there for them and so she tries to do it and i don't know there's there's just a lot of there's a this is a good episode good episode um then the the next episode episode 7 is the uh dia de los muertos episode um which again is like just kind of over the top and ridiculous it's another really good example of like them just all being absolute fucking messes and ridiculous about it and you know they're all in costume which is always the best thing ever um this is this is also a really good one for shirley in particular um and sort of like playing around with her character and um sort of how she processes emotions and she is like very much like the passive aggressive one the one who like you know um is like does not confront things head on and kind of like like this whole episode is her go getting mad at this other woman because um she's feeling uh or on Britta's behalf because she thinks that Britta's been like cheated on or whatever um but when in reality like it's because of her own um former husband who you know um so she she like doesn't know how to talk about her own emotions so she ends up pushing them onto other people and it's it's just it's the good good character development um and it's there's also this really funny um chang and jeff bonding moment in which chang is like you know jeff in order if you want to sleep with this teacher that you're trying to sleep with you just gotta like beg her like just do that beg her you know 
you you'd never try it because you're a hot guy and you know but i've i've had experience in this <laughs> just do that and it kind of like it sort of works at that time um and it's really funny because it does make me think a lot about like about chang as a character and you know he's another one he's very similar to pierce in that like you know he goes through his ups and downs and he's like in with the group and then he's out with the group and then he's in with the group um back and forth kind of thing like i i I think it really works with him because he's kind of like this outside character he's not in the group to start with but also he's like you know it makes me think of like how well he could have kind of fit with the rest of them because like yes the other characters in the show are all like quirky or whatever but i feel like chang is like the right level of insane to be part of the study group you know what i mean um so i don't know maybe just made me just made me think um they like that they actually kind of got along and that like you know this is another character where like in a different world um you know he actually ends up part of the study group and like as one of the people who like is firmly in with the group instead of like flip-flopping back and forth between good and evil etc etc um and yeah this is this is another episode that like has a very good um end tag between Troy and Abed um again like it's so funny because like most of their relationship in the in the beginning of this show is like through those end tags um especially because I'm gonna talk about this in episode 10 but like by episode 10 they're still like Troy still doesn't consider them friends um so all they have are these like these end tags where they're kind of like figuring out that they are very like compatible people in the sort of like way that they see the world and the the weird that they are like you know everyone's weird but like if you're the same type of weird as somebody else like you know you just kind of click and they're kind of figuring that out through these like dumb little end tags um and it's, it's really it's really funny um what else okay episode eight um this is the this is i just all of these episodes are so good I, I i i how long have i been talking already okay not terrible i'm just like i love this show i love this show so much um this episode is the one where jeff is sleeping in his car and um uh, so it decides to stay with abed for a bit and something else is going on what else is going on i don't remember oh um i think this is the one where annie is trying to um yeah annie is trying to is like huge crush on Troy and is like helping him with his date or whatever um and so that whole that whole storyline is kind of funny and it's also really funny that like I didn't I don't think I remembered that Annie never really like maybe this happens later and I just don't don't recall it but like Annie never really like tells Troy about the huge crush that she has on him um like at the end of this episode she kind of she's she takes back the the blanket that she lent him um and it's a really good moment for her she has like this line of like to Shirley about like you know you might you might judge me but that was a big deal for me and it's really great because like you know that that is the kind of thing of like somebody else might tell you what to do but like you know a step forward for you is not going to look the same as a step forward for every for everyone and for her it was just the start of it was taking back that blanket um even if that this you know that wasn't as big a step as telling Troy that she was in love with him or whatever um but no that was good good fun but the good thing about this episode is the Jeff and Abed vibe that goes on in this 
Um, the first thing about this episode that I wrote down was the group instinct to tell everyone thing and then intervention is so funny because it, what happens is like Britta and Shirley, I think, notice that like Jeff's living in his car um, and so Jeff comes in late to the study group and like they have already like told everybody else this problem and they've all like had this discussion and then Jeff sits down and then they all open up with like, mm, Jeff, you're, you're living in your car, like what's going on here? And it's so funny because that's the cons- like the constant thing is just like somebody finds something out about somebody else in the group and they immediately tell every single other person in this group and then they figure it out together how to approach it and then they talk to the person and it's so funny how like good and bad that is as like just emotionally <laughs> emotionally um and it's it's just so amusing to me um and like this is another this is another episode where we see a character kind of bring out like the worst in Jeff in the same way that like Shirley and Jeff talking walking to to classes together and like gossiping and stuff like that kind of brought out the worst in worst in each other um this is another one where like Jeff sort of hanging out with Abed too much brings out the worst in him and you know I'm really intrigued if this happens with like every single one of the characters and that like you know the lesson to be had here is that Jeff needs all of them to balance him out and like make him feel comfortable in his own personhood um something something to think about for later but anyway in this particular one um it's like Jeff and Abed really relate to each other in this one this one part where um they're watching TV and and um Abed is like, well, like, TV basically raised me, and Jeff is like, yeah, TV's the best ad there is, you know, um, uh, it doesn't, doesn't abuse you or anything like that, and, you know, they, they genuinely, like, can, can chill together, like, it's, it's, it's nice, um, they're having a good time, um, but also at the same time, like, Jeff is kind of slipping away from who he is, like, known to be, and you know that's not necessarily a bad thing that like you change who you are when you're with people um and you become a different version of yourself um but you know to other people it was like kind of clear that like he was it it was a more depressed version of himself than it was um like it's you know that's that's the thing is like you know if it was just a version of him that didn't care as much about um fancy shit like, okay, cool, like, then that's your character growth, that's your development, but, like, there's a difference between that and, like, not caring to the point where he's, like, um, walking around in his boxers in, in public and, you know, not, like, uh, not bathing and stuff like that, um, so, you know, it's, it's, good that, like, Abed recognizes that this is, like, (laughs) not a healthy thing for him as much as, as much as it's, like, you know, a good thing, a sort of a good thing for Abed to, like, have this friend around, um, I don't know, it's just, like, it's this thing again of, like, people bringing out the worst in each other because they have some sort of shared experience of, like, what their, some of their worst qualities are, um, or uh, depending on, like, you know, what you, what you want to call that, I don't know, um, but I don't know, there's, like, there's just there there's so many good lines in this in this one. There's Jeff asking Abed um uh 
do you ever want anything more out of life than cereal? And Abed's like, kind of like, well, sometimes I make special drink. Um, but no, re- not really. Like, all I want is, you know, a bowl of cereal and to watch TV. And like, I don't know. I love shit like that in the sense of like characters being like, it's okay to n- not want like ever like you know big fancy things and you know you if you if you like I don't know I just I like relate to that in the sense of like not necessarily having big dreams and big ambitions and just being like if I eat a bowl of cereal and watch a shitty show um and have some friends to do it with that's like all you really need um and so it's it's really good to see that character who who has that, but it's also good to for that character to recognize that this other character does not vibe with that, and that um, allowing allowing him to like fall into a depression while rooming with you is maybe not the best way to go about it. I I, I did not did not describe that well, and I'm not going to try again. <laughs> so oh well, thought that has not. Um, solidified um and yeah and there's this bit about like um at the end that they that that he says at the end um Jeff to Abed says like you would have been fine with me staying there forever huh and Abed's like yeah like yeah sure like of course or whatever and it's, it's just again it like it's such a good moment for showing how different they are as people but also how very similar they are um because jeff is like this kind of person who is like very good at like being the glue that holds this group together but like abed just has this sort of like quiet ride or die about him like that's just so good like i mean you you've already got him you know doing the 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 thing for annie um, that, that psych experiment, and, you know, he would have totally been fine with letting Jeff crash with him forever, would have even liked it, um, he, like, you know, in the later episode, he, episode 10, he tells Troy, like, you know, I'd face my fears for you, like, you know, that's what you do for a friend, and I go nuts for that shit, um, and it's, like, another moment where Jeff, like, realizes, like, you know, I think he, he, like, hugs him in this or something like that, and it's, like, he, he, like, recognizes that this man is, like, actually being a good friend to you, and, like, you were, like, like, I don't know, it's just very similar to the first episode in which he's, like, oh, I see your work, I see your value now, or something like that, because, you know, Jeff takes a lot of these people for granted, and, um, he, he doesn't have a lot of, like, I don't know because it's really interesting because he doesn't have he you know he interacts with all the women in very different ways um than than the men but like so with Pierce he kind of like Pierce is trying to get this bond of brotherhood going between the two of them and um and sort of fails sort of doesn't he um sort of looks at Troy as like like I don't know like not necessarily like a, a son figure but like in the sense of like a mentor there's the the later episode where Troy's 21st birthday, um, they're going for drinks or something like that, and, um, um, you know, Jeff is trying to be, like, tell him how to be a man kind of thing, um, 
and but like his relationship with Abed is just so different be like and I think it's not a thing that people think about a lot and it's not a thing that I thought about a lot until I'm like re-watching this show and I think I thought about it a little bit before but it's just very good that it's this kind of like we are the people who care a lot about the other members of the group and we do it in very 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 different ways that's not to say that the other people don't care it's really not it's just like I think they're the two people in the group who, like, who need the group the most in in some sort of sense, but also, like, who give the most to this group, who, like, give their entire selves to it, and, again, just, like, in, de- in very different ways, but it's, I don't know, it's so good. A good episode. I'm excited for the one where they get drunk together, too, because I, 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 I conflated the two, and it was not this episode. Um... Anyway, okay, episode nine. This is another one that's like a really good funny premise, re Abed predicting the future um, via his videos. Um, it's just it's just super silly. Um, and I don't think I have a lot to say about this one, except for the fact that this is the one that plants the seed about Annie and Jeff. And like, listen, I like this show. I love this show. This show has flaws. I, you know, it's got 2009 stink all over it in terms of sort of progressive, but not really. And, you know, just using progression as like a um, sort of an excuse to, to say some, some pretty shitty things and, you know, just Pierce's whole character and um, stuff like that. And, you know, the, just the later seasons being like a little bit wonky um, in, in just narrative existence and stuff like that but this this is the thing that absolutely kills me about the show this is the thing that like I feel like I have to tell people about before they start the show because if it's too like squicky like they you know it's just it's I I understand like from from like an, another person's perspective, if I if I step out of myself for a second, I can see why the appeal of like straight laced, uptight type A Annie, and slacker, down in his luck, sw- trying to be suave con man Jeff, like I understand why those two archetypes can work well together as a romantic couple, but. I cannot divorce this from the fact that, like, um, you know, as as if as far as I recall, like the timelines for for these characters, um, Annie I believe is eighteen still um, in this first in this first season. Um, Jeff I think is somewhere close to like so he's got he's got a he's definitely in his upper thirties. I want to say like somewhere around like somewhere between 36 and like 38 um because i think in season five he turns 40 and that's like three or four years out from this i don't know quite fully um but so like like he's literally twice her age he's literally twice her age and like it's not even the kind of thing like because he he trying to get it trying to sleep with that one that one professor he like makes the 
um, the case that like, you know, there, there's a power dynamic, but like they're, they're much closer in age and experience. Um, which like is the kind of thing of like, I usually, I can't stand like student professor relationships either. Like those really gross me out. But like between the two of them, I'm kind of like, ah, like I, I kind of understand that. Like, I think you should not date while he's in your class. You should not sleep together while he's in your class. Cause that's like morally like wrong. Um, but like, once that is not the case, I'm like, I can kind of, I can kind of like accept that in the fact that you are both very similarly aged. Um, if he's not going to be in your class ever again, like, uh, this does not make me really upset in media. Um, like, I'm like, I'm like, okay, you can, you can get a tentative, tentative toe in this water, but like, it's not the case at all with 18 year old fresh out of high school and rehab Annie and Jeff Winger, who has literally two decades worth more uh, more worth of experience um anyway i just i can't stand the relationship and i'm so sad that it gets so much screen time and that it's like you know vaguely end game in as end game as it kind of can be in the show um so anyway that's <laughs> that's all i have to say about episode nine is i fucking hate that um and episode 10 um is the good episode Jesus Christ, is it one of my, I think that's like, it's my first like favorite episode. Um, when I like first chronologically, um, because it is just like, it's one of those episodes where it's got like, you know, your A plot, your B plot, your C plot, and all of them coming together in a good way. Um, and it's got more of this sort of like characters interacting who don't usually interact, which is fun. Um, with like Pierce and Shirley, it's also like very, again, this is like the good kind of the good Pierce content of like, this could have been who Pierce became is like this sort of like genuinely like wiser, older mentor figure. Um, and I'm sad that he didn't, and but also I understand and I'm, you know, whatever. I'm like, he could have only done that in a good way if he, um, repented about his rampant biases. Um, but anyway, um that's really good they've they've got um i sorry i'm like <laughs> i don't think you can hear my my hands flapping but like i got so excited about some of the just the camera angle choices in this episode are really good and um there's there's one in the dia de los muertos episode that's like very clearly um like it, it's got to be like something to do with like a um I, like i don't know this much about um this is another thing that I'm like, I don't know anything about like film and camera angles and shit, but I pretend I do and therefore can say stuff. But like the one in the Dia de los Muertos episode, like feels like it's like some sort of like belt that's wrapped around Pierce. And then a camera is like face is positioned on a, on a, uh, a lever arm, um, from, from his, his belt and like looking up at his face. And so like, as he's moving, it's like, you know, from that, that point of view and stuff like that. And it's really trippy and it's, it's fun. Um, and this episode has this really good moment at the beginning when, um, so they've, they've been given this essay and all of the characters are freaking out about it. And it's like, the camera is like sort of in motion. Like the, the cameraman is clearly moving and it's like, you know, focusing on Shirley and then it like swift pans to, um, 
like to Britta, and then it like kind of moves around, and it swift pans to um, like Abed and Troy, and then it kind of moves around them, and it swift pans to Annie, and then like, and then finally like swift pans to I don't know if swift is the right word for it. It like quick quickly does it, and like kind of blurs the background almost a little bit quickly, um, and then it goes to to Jeff, and like it's all of it's just got this good motion and it's good like energy um, for how hectic everyone is. Um, it's really funny because it's not actually that like important of a scene for it to get this sort of like motion and energy. Like I get it. it, they're all up like up in arms about this essay that they've been given, but it's also like you know four minutes in, so it doesn't really feel like it needs that. But also, it's just really it's just really good camera movement. Um, and then there's this really good scene with them. Um, when Troy jumps up onto the de- onto the desk because Fievel the rat has escaped, and Abed like jumps down onto the ground to go Fievel, um, and it's this good Dutch angle, and it's like the first one of this show that I've that I can recall at least, um, and it's just it's I was like oh like it's like th- it's like the spl- a split second, but it's just like Fievel, um, it's good um, anyway. Um, so, so that's, so good, good camera, good fun camera work. Um, it's also really funny to, again, to see like proto Troy in this because he's very, he like, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to divorce or to, um, to marry, not to divorce actually. (laughs) It's kind of hard to marry him in the end tags and him in the show sometimes because in the end tags he seems to get along so well with like Abed specifically um and in this episode again he's kind of a dick to him um at one point about like you know we're not actually friends or something like that um and so like but like I do kind of get it in that like you can like hang out with somebody and kind of like do dumb shit with them and not necessarily call them a friend they're just like you know like you're just some bros being dudes or whatever the fuck um but this is like this is just a very good one. Um, there's also there there the scene this scene in particular when he's like you know you're not actually my friend or whatever um, has Abed sprinting out of the room going starting to sing somewhere out there and it's just so it's just so peak that's like a good moment um, of just like being like exiting this exiting the 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 um the scene like that um, and speaking of that. This fucking song, oh my god. This like sets the bar for a lot of the rest of community. Um, and especially like all of the musical moments that they have in the show, which are many and which are so good. And like, I, I'm just like, who who decided that this was gonna be a show that did that with music? Cause like, it really doesn't feel like it, you know, like, like they don't do that on sitcom. Like you, you know, like you don't, you don't just do that. You just, you don't sing a song from a mouse cartoon movie overlaid with Irish music in order to, like, prove your point about like people working together and becoming friends through unlikely hardship. Like, if you're a sitcom, like you just don't do that. Um, so it's just so funny. That this is what they do um and it's just it's it's like a genuinely powerful moment and i love it um and it's got you know it's got troy facing his fear in order to help abed find their rat again um something which like unequivocally proves him as like a friend to him um 
And then you've got Annie and Britta and Shirley all kind of like watching Jeff do this good thing for somebody else after they thought that he was an irredeemable asshole. Um, And um, you've got Chang reuniting with his ex-wife or whatever. That one's, you know, kind of out of left field. Um, And you've got Shirley and Pierce um, and Shirley who's like succeeding at her thing um, a thing that she was like too scared to do before getting this help and it's just like you know all of these like unexpected th- relationships and it's um, you know that that's what a lot of this first season is about is those those sort of unexpected moments and unexpected think things that you can get out of friendships and it's just it's a good song it's also just like objectively a good song and a, a bop I have listened to it um too much in in the sense of like I know where all of the like um uh like comes comes in from like Shirley's speech because I have listened to this particular song too many times um anyway I'm I'm genuinely gonna have fucking hours about community um but I'm gonna turn this off and watch more so see ya